I'm Charlie Blair Elephant, and you're listening to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7 with host Eric Fiorillo. The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Today is the 13th of June, 2019. Now, we do this all the time, and I've been going bananas uh, mentally um, in a good way, not only listening to different people, um, talking about what I want, when I want it, what I believe in, who I believe in, morning and night, and especially at night, I do it about five minutes before I'm going to fall asleep. You can do it with your eyes open, your eyes closed, a few deep breaths through it, and start rehearsing what you've taped or what I'm listening to and say what the other individual is saying. Why? Because this is going to open up a whole new sound wave within your brain, and it's going to start taking and ridding and cleaning out the stuff that you need to get rid of, that you've been holding on for decades, most people. Um, I can't tell you how interesting this stuff is and what I want in my life, how I talk when I talk about this business here, how I'll say motivation and muscle, you know, right now we have, we're influencing 10 million people. I might put it a little different way, but that's kind of the gist of it, all right? Things of that nature. What you want to do? What What do you hold dear in your life? Are you looking for a wife, a girlfriend? You have to spell it out, define it out, be definitive. This is what we talk about with training. Be definitive. And I'm going to bring him in very shortly, but we got Stevie Shanks back here because what he did the other day to me is monumental. Um, that is something that needs to not only be praised and recognized, but we had talked about on the last show and Stevie did it. We've got young kids all over the place. A lot of them are just lost. Maybe they don't have the family like Stevie and I were fortunate to have. Maybe someone left that should still be there. Or maybe they're just so messed up and crossed up, they just don't know what to do. Well, let me tell you, when you see something like that, Okay, the magnitude of what Stevie did with the two cars deadlifting them on Saturday. I don't care where you are or what you believe. That's going to impress upon you because the first thing I know I would do, I'd go search out Stevie Shanks everywhere I could. Because, as I said, you know, when I went to Iceland in 2008 for the first time, not many people... um, I don't get impressed real easy, and I'm not putting anybody down. I think what everyone does is admirable as hell, but there's very few people that reach me like that, and when I saw Steve Jack in Iceland with the Husafell Stone, I don't know, man, something just blew out right in my mind, and I had somebody say to me one time, well, he had to lift it three times. I was like, yeah, and your point? 
well, that's not full Sturker. You can call it whatever you want, man. That guy was an impressive guy. And in my opinion, he's the one who started that whole thing back up with uh, the Husafel Stone. Now, I know it was there, and I know people did it. I know native people lived there did it, and I'm sure people from all over. Stevie probably knows people. But my point is, this gentleman went and did the research, had it professionally filmed. You know, he'd been on this show a few times. Gentleman all the way. I can't tell you, not many people are going to come into your life like that. I was very fortunate for him. Um, that changed my whole career with training, too. That's It's real interesting. And what you see Stevie, what you saw Stevie do on Saturday, and if you haven't, we're going to find out where everything is because we want you to get there. There is stuff on Etched in Stone. But if you have a young person that's looking at stuff or maybe on the fence, bring them out and introduce them to Stevie Shanks and see what he did. Now, Stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. And I could say a million things. I am self-confident. I am strong. I am powerful. I have green gamma blood like the Incredible Hulk. All right? That's how I feel tonight. I was telling Stevie, I was listening to Pantera, vulgar, vulgar display of power before we came on. If that doesn't light your jets, I don't know what's going to, but, you know, it's not even that anymore. My mind is moving, 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 moving. And, of course, I'm looking at my brother Jimmy and the Incredible Hulk dead set in front of me. What better? Also, too, don't forget to go out to uh, FiorellaBarbellCo.com. Winners and Champions, that is my premier product. 14 modules, which will change your life. Also, too, don't forget about investing in M&M and FBC, um, go right out to uh, that page, and there's a $25, $50, and $100 investment. Um, it goes right to my PayPal account, goes right into the business. And as I always say, break this show down if you had to buy subscription here over a year. It's peanuts. It's nothing. So anything you can contribute would be great because I know we put tons out there. But I'm going to keep doing it regardless. It's just in the universe for me. This is the thing that really, really fires me up all the time and a lot of other things. And we're going to keep freeing up time, you know, to be able to go to Iceland eventually, to be able to go to Scotland, to be able to go to Ireland, to be able to go to Japan. You know, I want to go to Spain. I really do. I want to learn how to lift everything I can lift before the good Lord plants me underground. I mean that, too. It's a long life still, and you got to go after it and love it to death, man. Be grateful. Grateful. Have the attitude. Have the attitude. And don't let anybody kick you square in the cayunes and tell you you're no good. Because you are good. Think of yourself. I am great. I feel great. These are the things that are going to change your life forever. This is why you see Stevie deadlifting two cars. Or all these crazy things I'm doing that people say, is that going to work? What do you think? Yeah, it's going to work. You want to know why? Because I believe it's going to work. I made a decision to take action because I'm going to make it work. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. That's what you have to do. And we're going to keep talking more and more and more about this. 
whether you want to hear it or not, and I don't know why you wouldn't. Also, too, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at all the shows Stevie and I have done. Now, Stevie was on the other night. The show went up a couple days ago, and you really need to go out and check it out. I mean, it was incredible. And, you know, it wasn't only talking just about the gathering, which is just what an event that's going to be, okay? Think about that. All the stuff Stevie's done to make that what it is to this point. And then we talked about, obviously, the driving element, too, with it. And, you know, that's the thing. If you don't have the drive in you, if you don't have a purpose, where are you going? It's like shooting in the dark. Maybe you hit something, maybe you don't. You know, that's my point. So you've got to have purpose. Also, too, go out to uh, motivationmuscle.com. So, um, check out our uh, free newsletter. Register, be part of it. Um, I put tons of content out. And when I do it, you will get it in your inbox. Also, too, um, another way to contribute. Invest in advertising here. It's very reasonable. And I want to make you money and myself money for the next 30 years. Because, as I've said over and over, I think it's great to go out and want to help things. People. Organizations. But here's the sad fact, folks, that most people don't tell you. You've got to have money. You got to have money. You got to have people that are going to donate or donate their time with it. And you need sponsorship. I mean, I'm sure the gathering, Stevie's probably talked to a lot of people. There's nothing wrong with that as long as you're lined up with good people. But you have to have operating money. It's just a fact of life. You can't go and do these magnificent things without some type of currency. So think about that stuff before you say, well, I don't need money. Maybe you don't, but most people do to get it done. It's the idea, the creativity, and the ability to get it moving, but you also need the money to get it done. So think about that. Come on in. Advertise with us. I guarantee you, you will be very, very happy. Don't forget, too, our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Power, Real Strength, and go out and check all that out. I'm going to be talking to my niece, Maggie. We've talked about her, what a runner and everything else. Um, she's going to be doing some sandbag stuff with me. Um, we're probably going to video it with the idea it's going to be coming out into a, a program, obviously, to sell down the road. But I want you to see what an athlete my little niece is. Um, that's the one I told you. She can fall into a wrestler's bridge and hold it forever and do handstand push-ups like, like nothing. And as I said, it was funny as hell. We used to go watch her play soccer, and it was girls and boys. And she's not big at all, but let me tell you, she was knocking everybody all over the place. She's a – what a beautiful young child, man. I mean, I love her to death like all of them. It's just a great – when I talk about them, you know, like Doc Ridge says, you know, keep smiling, does the same thing to me. It puts a smile from ear to ear on me, and that is what you need to be walking around with. On that note, I am going to give you a little information here on Stevie. Number one, we're going to bring, let me just bring this thing over here, if I can. Let me clear that out of the way. All right. Stevie's a strong man, a stone lifter, a musician, and the son of legendary stone lifter Jack Shanks. And if you haven't gone out, man, this guy can drum his ass off. I mean, it's great to see. Um, you know, uh, 
I'm going to ask him this. He'll hear what I'm going to say right now. But I'm going to ask him, um, did he ever feel like anything was going to stop him? Because obviously, um, when we talked the other day about the two-car deadlift, um, I think at times he was thinking, well, what if? But, I, but you know something? What I garner out of Stevie is this. It's like um, – not only does he got the DNA, but he's got it between the ears. And usually uh, a lot of people might have it physically, but they don't have it mentally. That's why when things get real tough, they just bomb. There used to be a local lifter here. He was quite a heavyweight, Joe White. And I can remember them saying when things got real tough, you know, and he had done it in training and everything. This guy was big. Um, he'd get up on the platform, he'd bomb out. And see, when you get those things fixed in your mind mentally, it's no good. But I don't want to keep going on here. Stevie, welcome back for our uh, our short bro- broadcast here. I appreciate your time. And uh, obviously, it's always an honor to have you on, sir. Thanks, Eric. It's great to be back again. It's great to be back having a successful story after um, our chat last week. <laughs> it's, it, it's awesome. Um, I'm just going to give you a little bit, and I'm going to give it right to Stevie. Now, Stevie was on Friday night. And obviously, we talked about uh, the new medleys in the gathering, which is going to be real interesting. Um, this ought to be, I, well, I'm sure there's going to be many more to come down the road, what Stevie will do. But I think this one is going to be quite monumental. So anybody that's going to be filming, we got Douglas Graham going for Eminem. I hope he gets everything he can because I just have a good, good feeling that we're going to see some big shit. Because the reason why I say this is... The gathering, absolutely, because when you see Annika and Tattoo, I mean, you talk about impressive. It's it just mind-blowing to see these people. But as impressive as that is, you've got the new medleys there. I believe, Stevie, correct me, I believe there was four. there's four of them. And I just think that that is going to be like the light switch, man, because that enthusiasm – and we're going to see that day who is the defining moment for that day. That just is some incredible stuff. So, Stevie, why don't you just give everybody just a short drop on the gathering, and then let's go right into, as I call you, the two-car deadlifter, and take it away, brother. Sure. Well, the gathering this year, this is the gathering three, so this is the third year we've done it. Yep, and I'm going to run the first Donald any games out this year. I just I just want to keep taking it up a notch every year if I can. So I just thought adding, adding the games in would be good. Now it's it's the day after the Boeing game, so obviously I don't want to step on their toes. But the events that I have aren't Highland Games events. They're they're events that I would associate with Donald Denny. Mm-hmm. So we have the Brett Nichols the, the Brett Nichols carrying stones, which are slightly lighter than the, than the Denny's. Not an awful lot lighter, but Light enough that the guys will be able to walk a bit, but heavy enough that it's going to be a challenge for them. So pick them up, walk as far as you can. Yep. We've got the Belogi Stone Challenge, which is a bit like the Inverse Stone. And you can pick it up. And it you have 75 seconds, basically, to, to gather as many points as you can. Break the mm. ground, two points. Lap it, four points. Stand up with six points on your shoulder, eight. Press it over your head, 16 points. Mm. It's up to you how, how you gather your points. A wee bit of strategy in that one, which will be good. Mm. And it's a heavy stone. It's 123 kilos, so it's... It's not a light stone by any means. Uh, we have steam tossing, which yep. is a, it's, it's an old Viking thing. You know, it's, uh, Steve Gardner has had this stone. There's a big history with it. It's called the, the Renderag stone. Yep. But it weighs about 16 kilos, which is about 36 pounds. Yep. And you just basically throw it as far as you can. Now, you can throw it over the, over your head. You can you can throw it out from 
in front of you with two hands. You can shot put it whatever way you want. Just get it as far as you can. You've got three throws each uh, for the swings. And finally, the RPR stones, which are really catching on. Yeah. And they're a really good done. So those, those are the sort of things that Donald Denny did and would have done. You know, and they're all associated with him. And they're unique to this to this event. So I'm looking forward to that. And then, of course, obviously, we have people taking on the Denny's. Yep. We have Donna Muir, just confirmed. Oh, wow. Uh, Donna Muir, first August woman. She's coming over with, yep. a, with, with a thinner Jenny. So we have we have two very strong ladies taking part in the in the gathering this year. We have three guys wanting to make an attempt on the carry. So it's it's going to be well, someday. Oh, oh yeah. I, I, you know, we talked about this, the, the growth of all this stuff. Um the thing is, you you got such quality athletes here. That that is just the way it is. Yeah. And I yeah. and I'll tell you this, Steve Gardner. Um, you know, he's been on here, but he, you know, I put up an article that he wrote for me. He's one. He's very very generous man, and I thank him for all he's done for me and Eminem yeah. because he totally believes in what we're doing here, and that's the most important thing because then you get people of that quality that either want to come on or write for you. And those things matter. Um, and yeah. he, you know, you and I both know just an exceptional everything, you know, boxing, powerlifting, strong. I mean, anything the guy did, he did with style, man. And also, oh, too, yeah, yeah. and also too, you know, you know, my feeling about Charlie, I think that, um, He's just done a great job, and you know, and not only that, the attention that comes to with the young kids, um, and then you look at Lawrence, his son, um, just phenomenal. And uh, you know that that's what it's all about. And obviously, this is your this is your realm too, Jack, your father, obviously your mother. You had the family structure, you have the DNA, obviously, and. You had somebody that you looked up to that was a driving force in your life. You know, whether you realize that early on, you know, maybe in your 30s, but when you hit like 50 and suddenly you came out from nowhere and you're lifting stuff everywhere and still doing it. And now this past Saturday, you do the same lift with the two cars your dad did, I think you said 46 years ago. If I'm wrong, please correct me. Yeah. 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 Um, let me ask you this, Stevie. Um, obviously I'm sure you can put in the words, but you know, we've done a lot of, uh, fathers and sons here. What do you think it is about your father? If you can put it in a sentence, even, what is it that what do you feel he impressed upon you, whether it was verbiage, example, obviously you've seen film of him, pictures, all that. What do you think? Is it all of that or is there anything that sticks out in your mind that really impressed you about your dad? It was everything, Eric. I mean, whenever I think about my dad, it's, I, kinda, I mean, obviously he was a very powerful man physically. But I mean, it, it was it was this character too. I mean, you, you talk about stone lifters and respect, and all of the all of the characteristics that you you would like a stone lifter or, or a modern athlete to have. He had all of that in spades. Mm-hmm. He still has, you know, and that's why I think he's been so well respected by the stone lifting community. Yeah, by people who know him, people who work with him. You know, he's just a real gentleman. You know, I mean, he's wow, he's he's unbelievable. He's ne- never drank, never smoked. Trained all the time, you know. Still holds my mum's hand. He's just, yeah. He's the full package for me, you know. So yeah. if you talk about something to look up to, I, I, I just completely look up to my dad he, because he's, he's everything that that's good about a person, you know. 
Yeah, well, he and and he's a man. That's the thing. You know what I mean? He's a oh, yeah. like you said. He's humble. Holds your mom's hand, but he's also a man. See, he, he understands what being a man is. It's not a lot of that is not um, widely accepted anymore in the United States. Um, you know the whole thing, and I don't want to get into all that. But uh, um, when you see a gentleman that's still around, that's done some massive things, that's still participating in strength, and yet still lives the life of a husband, a father, et cetera, et cetera, that just shows you the complete package. He he knew what he was, and he became what he wanted to be, and here we are today, and that's what we're going to go into right now, which is real interesting. Now, Stevie did the same movement his dad did 46 years ago, and it was a, basically, I call it a two-car deadlift. Um, if there's a different name, I would, ho- I uh, you know, correct me on that. But, Stevie, before we get into the actual lift, we talked, I know, about how, we, you know, you, I, and so many here on this show are such big proponents of the trap bar. And obviously, I know we got into the Kennedy lift and the and the Jefferson lift. But tell everybody out there, you know, maybe we can get somebody young, who knows, that might want to go after what you did. What do you feel is a good way, you know, and let's go with the idea they are established training. Um, yeah. What do you feel movement-wise to for them to work on to be successful? Well, I think I mean I think that is important that you have to you have to be established in, in, in this the strength circuit and, and be used to, to lifting heavy weights, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I think to just to walk in, you know, and, and try and lift the car, I think you might hurt yourself, you yeah, know, and yeah, I yeah. because there, 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 there's quite a lot of stress in your body. I, I'm still feeling it now. That's what what's this? We're going to end of Friday now. It's almost a week later, and I'm still yeah. feeling that. I don't normally, even after the heaviest of my sessions, I mean the 400 kilos, yep. it didn't affect me this much, you know. Right, so right. It's, it's, it's a tough lift. So I think, I mean, yes, you have to have that base and, and training and your body be used to lift heavy weight. But I think, I mean, uh, it's, it's a thing that Mark Haydock turned me on to, and I've got a massive big trap bar of my own now, a real, real strong one. Uh, I think using the trap bar, I mean, from the ground, from the high handles, and from an elevated position off blocks, I mean, th- those are three very, very strong, strong exercises. Yep. So they are, you know, for, for building up your grip, your driving power off the ground, your spinal rectus that you're talking about, and your yep. back, you know, all yep. of those muscles, those big major muscle groups, you can really stress them, and it works. It worked for me on Saturday. You know, you know, it's really interesting when you say, you know, it's been almost a week and you're still hurting. Now, you know, I can understand that totally because most people, you know, we're not, we're just going to talk about general heavy, heavy lifting, you know, trap bar, the whole deal, stones, whatever. I don't think a lot of people realize, no matter how good of a lifter you are and how well established. The body still needs to heal. And and the thing is, whether Stevie trains light now or he does nothing for a few more days or whatever, believe me, his body is in growth right now. Because think about that. How many people step between two cars and lift them? Think about that, folks. It's amazing. So this is what we always talk about, listening to your body, preparation before you go into something. You need to do these things, and especially mentally. And I can't wait to attack that momentarily. So, Stevie, do you feel, though, I mean, other than when we talked about the other lifts, is the trap bar is ultimately the essential movement, mainly because you're in that position to lift these two vehicles, right? 
Yeah, it, it, it puts you in, in, in exactly the position that you need to be in. I think if you, if you, I mean, it, it's like if you're going to go in the, the, the attempt lift, the lift the Denny Stones. Yep. Yes, I mean lifting barbells is great, but it is not going to prepare you. You need to get onto the rings. You need to get the feeling of what it's like to stand over the rings. You have a small one in your backhand, a higher, second one in your front hand. You know that that prepares you for the Denny's. Yeah. It, it, exactly the same principle applies for what I did on Saturday. You you need to be in that position because when I stood between the cars. Yep. Everything felt comfortable, you know. There was no, oh, this feels odd. It, nothing. Everything felt, everything felt fine. It did, you know. So I wasn't going into alien territory, other than the fact that there was two big cars either side of me. Yeah. yeah well, not big cars. You know what I mean? There was there was a car either side of me. Obviously, I'm just used to the the weight plates either side. But other than that, everything else felt great. It really did. You now, know, because you... I'd done the prep. Well, yeah, yeah, you had already prepped. Now, when you got between them, I remember saying, were they your father's handles you used? They were, yes. There was a couple. Of, actually, he had those handles made yep. when he was starting to make the, the, the replica stones for, for, for training at home. Okay. And they, they, he hadn't got the drawings through from, from Scotland about the Denny's and how they looked. So he, he made two D-shaped handles. His friend made him two D-shaped handles. Yeah. Uh, so you had the, the, the straight bit in the top, obviously, and, and the round bit. So he used the, the, the straight bit, uh, put him on a bit of rope, and lashed the rope onto the chassis of the cars. And he, he just happened to have them in the car. That day when when those guys came around to interview him, so it was yeah. it was quite handy. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not sure if he carried them around all the time or why they were in the car, but they were. Wow. And the, these are these are the exact handles that it wasn't the same rope, but it was the same handles. Now, did, <laughs> so was, now, did you did you use rope or cable to attach them? Just a bit of rope I had. Wow. Uh, just a bit of I got a couple of couple of bits of rope let, let land out in the garage. So what it did was it just threaded the rope and in, 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 in through the chassis. And wow. Tied a wee knot. My, my, my brother was there, so he, he's he's an old lighting engineer. Yep. And so he, he knew all the fancy knots and stuff, so he, he tied the knots for me. Oh, wow. And that was great, you know, because everything felt super secure. You know, yeah. when we, we had to yeah. get the heights right. I mean, that was a difficult bit now, because I, I ended up doing five lifts before I got it right. Holy cow. Yeah, so by the fifth by the fifth time, I was I was feeling it. Yeah. You know, but, so yeah. Was, with the, but I, that was my best lift. Of well, them let me all ask... Because Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Well, no. Oh, sorry. Let me, okay. Let, go ahead. <laughs> uh, the, the reason it was my best left is the the, the, the first three, we, we were struggling. I mean, I, I was I was able to, to, to pick the cars up, and I stood up straight with them. But whenever you, you lift the chassis, the suspension drops down. Yep. So the, the wheels were still looking like they were on the ground, even though I could feel all the weight out of the cars. Yep. You know, it was just, just it just didn't look right, you know, so we experimented, and on, on the second one, we got on a wee bit higher, but still wasn't high enough. On the third one, the, the left-hand car kind of tipped forward a wee bit, so we got the balance wrong. You know, so the, then we, we, we what we actually did was we, we tied the ropes to the wheels of the cars. Yeah. So that I was lifting the full weight from the from the bottom up. Yep. Uh, that made it more difficult, but ultimately, whenever you got the car up, particularly mm. the car on the left-hand side, you could see that the, the wheels were clearly off the ground, so it was... It was, uh, but I was ready for stopping at that point. <laughs> sure, absolutely. But there was no way I was walking away without that because I knew I had it in me. Yeah. I didn't care that I was tired. I mean, I actually got, I think it was one of those ones like, like the Hulk, the more angry he gets, the more <laughs> power he gets. You know? so, yeah. Yep. Yeah. The more so gamma he pumps, man. Yep. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the gamma was flowing that day. It was great. It was a great day. Right? Well, let me ask you this, Stevie. Like, you know, I watched you between there. Um, with with the way your brother had it all roped and everything, I, I, I forgive me if this doesn't. When you grab those handles with each hand, 
and you mm-hmm. were you, obviously you were in. I know the position you're in to lift them and then stand up. Was there yeah. a lot? Was there a lot of slack in the rope? Was the rope somewhat tight? Because we got to figure we can't have a lot of slack in that rope, or we're not coming up. So how did? I mean, I know you guys after four times figured it out and got it tied right, but. I mean, was that like one of the initial things besides not having it in the proper tie position that did you have too much rope, you know, when you went to lift this thing or not? Uh, no, the, 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 the way that it works, I mean, obviously with, with, with being a lifter, I mean, for example, deadlifts and, yep. and Denny lifts, I'm used to taking the tension out of the out of the bar or the okay. rings or whatever, whatever okay. I'm lifting you. I would always yep. put that wee bit of stress before I, I turned the power on. So what I did was I kind of leaned back a wee bit. Yep. Got my weight on the moves and then got myself in the position. So I had been I was feeling the stress. You could see the cars moving before I started the pull. Nice. And the difference with those cars is, I mean, there's a wee bit at the bottom of the lift where everything's settling, you know, and the, and the car's starting to come away. But you don't you don't get the full weight there about halfway up. You know what I mean? So yeah. whenever yeah. you do the second half of the lift, then that's when you've got the full weight of the cars and you feel it. So oh, it, it, yeah. it's, it's not a bad thing, I suppose. In some ways, it, it's it's like lifting with resistance bands, you know. Sure. Is, that, that's some heavy that, resistance that bands, <laughs> let me tell you. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Stevie, what, 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 what was like the to- what was the total weight of both cars when you deadlifted them? It didn't weigh them, but uh, what 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 it did do is I brought my trap bar up with me and I warmed up the three hundred kilos. Yep. Uh, the combined weight of the two cars was a lot more than that. Oh yeah, definitely, more. definitely. Yeah. I love a lot more. You know, I mean, I know you're only lifting the back end. Uh, but at the same time, whenever I was starting there, with the, I knew I had to weight my hand. So I, I don't know. I could say maybe three twenty, three thirty okay. total weight, maybe. You know, I don't know. So, but in around, it was definitely over seven hundred pounds. That's brutal, man. Hey, um, another thing too that was real interesting is, you know, we talk about the mental preparation and everything. But when you went in and you finally had the handle set and the rope tied yeah. the way you felt you were going to be successful. Do you remember? Because I know a lot of times you don't. It, it happens so fast, and it's it's fleeting quick. Is there anything you re- recollect when you're getting ready or when you stood up with them that you can lay out to us or no? I think for me, and it's a thing anybody comes to me for, for, for uh, instruction on, on lifting on the rings. I, I kind of take this back to the days when I played golf. Yeah, uh, and I know lifting weights and golf's not, nothing alike in terms of what you actually do, but it's your preparation. Yep. In golf, they call it a pre-shot routine. Uh, so I, I just I just called it a pre-lift routine. Yeah, it's, it's it's a series of actions that you go through, and you practice those actions. You know, for example, you know I I stand over over the rings. Yeah, I I take the right one in my right hand and make sure that I got it really set. Yep. I take the left one, I step back a wee bit with my right foot while I'm taking the left one, bring my right foot forward, get my hips forward, look up to the ceiling, take a big breath. You know, it's a, it's a series of actions that yep. I repeat every single time. By the time I've got to the point where I'm taking a breath and taking the tension, there could be a thousand people watching me, there could be a hundred thousand people, there could be ten people. It doesn't matter. I don't know. You because wouldn't know. Right, 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 right. Everything is closed off. by Those actions, what your body is saying, it's time to lift now. Ah. You know, so it removes all distractions, and it's just, you know that I got that from, from playing golf, and it works when weightlifting. So when I'm doing the the, the trap bar, you know, obviously yeah. I've got a wee, I've got a wee pre lift routine that I do in the trap bar. Yep. I did exactly the same thing. As, as much as I could replicate that, 
you know, obviously one of the things I was doing was taking the tension out of the ropes. Yep. First to make sure they were comfortable. But once I had the ropes secure or the, the, the handles secure in my hand, then I, I went through what I would go through for a side by side lift with the stones or a trap bar lift. You know, get 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 the weight under your heels, get yourself yeah. in a nice strong position, take the tension, take a deep breath and just go for it, you know. So all of that but I do remember at one point just having a wee look up and looking at Dad. Yep. You know, I, I can't remember what I think it was maybe the third or fourth lift. I just had a wee look at him. You know, it's an interesting that, that was just a moment, you know. Well, that's real interesting because um a lot of people, you could do something like that. We've all had weird things. Well, it isn't even a weird thing. Like, you know, we'll train something real, real heavy. It's almost like you come out of your body and go back in. Um, I was going to say, you're, you're definitely not. A, the lights are on, but there's nobody home. <laughs> I agree. Um, but sometimes sometimes you almost have to numb your mind to get something like this done, too. And it's it's basically like you said. You've gone through it. You've rehearsed it. And then yeah. you've closed it off because let's face it to be successful with anything big like that, you can't, well, at that point, you're probably not going to hear it, whether they're yelling like right in your right ear. The point of the matter is you've locked yourself down because you know, now it's time to move. And if we yeah. don't do it now, then we don't do it at all. And that, that's a big thing because when you've yeah. got a lot, you know, you put yourself out there. I mean, Oh, you say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of people won't do that because, <coughs> excuse me, what would be their first thought? I'll probably fail. Well, guess what? You oh, won't my fail. Name, yeah. Yeah. As soon as you think that, I think you're going to, you're setting yourself up for failure. Absolutely. That's, um, see, this is why I like when we talk about a lot of this big stuff or whatever it is we're up to, because, you know, you know you have to have an awful lot of confidence for what you did the other day. I mean, that's supreme confidence with a will that is just unstoppable. But the thing I like about all this stuff is, you know, we talk about it all the time. You know, you need to get your knuckles scraped up or a bloody nose or whatever. And they're like, well, why do you, why do you want to do that? You're not getting You're not getting the point of what I'm saying. If you want to be very, very good at anything or the best, you're mm-hmm. going to have to put yourself out there. And I know a lot of people say, well, you, you become uncomfortable. Well, yes, you do. But you also, my belief is you keep building bigger and bigger goals. Like when I'm talking here about Eminem, well, we're going to do this. And then I say like tonight, well, we're going to reach 2 million people with our show now. We're going to help 2 million people. And then I'm going to say, well, now we're, now we've got a hundred million people because I read that one time about Walt Disney and he said, you have to keep making bigger and bigger goals, grander and grander things that most likely you'll never reach in your lifetime. But by thinking that way and living that way, you're going to keep progressing in the bigger and bigger things. It's the thing where you see a lot of people where they're very successful at something for a while. And then they kind of get, you know, as they say in the Rocky movies, you know, um, you're not hungry anymore. You know, you got civilized. And I think, yeah. I think with stuff we do or anybody, and see, this is the rub, Stevie, and I'm going to go right to you. I want to hear what you say. 
Especially, uh, I've had this with girlfriends a lot, too. Um, a lot of people want to change you. And I like who I am. Um, I can, um, what's the word I want to use? Um, I can meet you halfway. Okay, as long as it's something that I feel is a good thing. But the one thing you'll never take from me is uh, I'll never be civilized. I might be able to go and interact with everybody. That's my way. But I don't know about you. I know a few things that I know when I've been with some of my friends that I train with. Somebody will push a trigger, and it's just like we talked about the green gamma pumping through you. It fires right through me, man, and it's like, okay, let's go do something now. Comment on any of that? You know, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I think it's it's been it's been able to to, to tap into that that, that inner do you call it do you call it gamma? You know, there, there's power inside us, and it's been able to tap into that. Yep. And it's it, it's what it's what motivations you use, and you know, we're always talking about setting goals, and I, I kind of tend to once once I've done something, I, I would leave it behind. Yeah. And try and go and try and do something different, you know, not bigger or better necessarily, but just just something different. Yep. You know, the, I, I do keep coming back to the rings because I can't stay away from them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, but I mean, it, 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 this car thing has been. I mean, that's forty six years. That picture's been in my head. You know what? One of the things too, I mean, is they talk about getting into something confident. Yeah. I could already see the picture. Yeah. Of me holding the cars, and I could yep. see the picture yep. above my picture of Dad holding the cars, and my picture below his. And I now and I own that picture. I've now created it, you know, and it's it, it's nice to be out the other side of that, you know, yep. having visualized that and now lived it and I've got the picture to show it. Yeah. It's it's, it's it's a nice place to be, so it is, you know, but I'm ready for my next challenge now. You know, I'm taking a few days, I'll just let myself recover. Yeah. <laughs> and then boom, we're off again for the next one. Next one's the World Championships in October. So you know that there, there's so much stuff. Well there is just stuff to do. But the nice thing, Steve, you're riding on a crest of success. Like, you know, I remember what a few years back, that's like what happened with Charlie. You know, it seemed like everything he was touching was turning into gold. Um, but yes, like, yeah. you're, like yourself, I know what he was doing. And, you know, you guys are putting the work in and you're putting the mental work in, which is even more important because, as you said, you saw the end result. That's what a winner does. You know, I remember reading a thing Steve Jack wrote once. And he said on his video, too, and I, I can't say it verbatim, but it was pretty much, you know, lay your goals out on the train tracks and see the end result at the end of the track. Um, and, then, yeah. and then, you know, eventually you'll see it coming at you because what will happen is all these things that you've laid out, suddenly, this is what I talk with the subconscious mind, suddenly, holy God, I thought about that a month ago, it's here. Then you'll go again. Something else will happen. So what's happened now is you've created what you want to do. And maybe you don't know exactly how you're going to do it, but it's going to start materializing. And you're going to keep coming up bigger and bigger, not shorter like most people. And that's that's one of the most important things to do, to learn how to think, to learn how to concentrate, to learn how to develop your mind in a way like, okay, I'm going to go lift these two cars. I'm going to deadlift them. All right, well, how are you going to do it? Well, I've got it somewhat planned out, but I don't have all the answers yet. Most people at that point would say, forget it. It's the ones that, I, I'll go back to this again, Stevie. 
you have to have that supreme confidence in yourself. I know it's great to hear from your father, Heather, your mom, I'm sure. But in the end result, it's Stevie Shanks that's sitting, standing between those two cars to deadlift. It's a different thing. And yeah. and the only way you're going to do that, once again, is you got to get in the ring and you got to be ready. And you got to be willing to take those hits, as Rocky says, but you're also going to be the guy to deliver the knockout blow, which you did. Comment on anything, brother. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you were talking earlier on about, you know, about uh, you, you, the people around you not wanting to change you. You know, that's what I love about Heather and my family. Yeah. They support me in everything I do. You know, that Heather doesn't try and change me yeah. or lock me down. She allows me to be, you know, as uncivilized as, as I want to be. You I know, love and I have it. to be. Yeah. Suddenly, I have to be able to reach into that, that wee bit of inner madness to, to play the drums the way I play the drums and then to lift the way I lift. You know, it's you need that wee bit of crazy. And Heather's got it too. You know, she yeah. doesn't lift weights like I do, but she's still got it. And I, so I love that about her, and I would never change that in her. And she doesn't try to change me. No. You know, so I, I, I love that. I'm very grateful for that, you know, and for the support that my family have. Because I know that, that they're, they're not they're not there lifting physically, no. but they're with me. I mean, because they have contributed to, to me being able to, to stand there over the, the, the two cars. And because my dad's inspired me. Heather's been there with the training. She's fed me. She's she's supported me. She's, she's encouraged me. You know, she yeah. comes in the training sessions, you know. You need all of that support as well. I mean, it's very hard to, to do something like this on your own. Yeah, you're, even though you're I'm right. on my own, I'm definitely not on my own. You know, because I've got so much support from friends, family. You know, and it's it's great. It really hey, is. Hey, Stevie. You know, we're all very fortunate. We owe a, a big thanks and gratitude to a lot of people, man. But I, I'll tell you yeah. this: the gratitude is to pioneers like your father, as I said, Jim. You know, people like Bill Hinburn. You know, John McKean, all these different people, Steve Gardner. I mean, uh, all the people like, you know, Francis Brebner has just been dynamite to me. So many, yeah. Charlie. Uh, but even the ones like we talk about in your dad's era and all that, you know, uh, David Webster, people of that nature. You know, the the, the thing the thing I I have to say is this. We are in a time, I think, right now with physical culture, as we see what's going on with the gathering, with the Art Blair Stones, we see what's going on with Eminem etched in stone. I mean, we're watching the metamorphosis of so many things happening right now. And each one of these are connected together. And I believe we are going to be the ones to explode this right into the horizon everywhere. Because in my opinion... Um, we've all done well as far as you're looking at growth everywhere with, with all the stuff we just talked about. But I don't think we're even close to what we're going to become because it's like anything. You light the fire, light that fuse, and the fire starts. And then there you are now, something new at the gathering this year. Mm-hmm. You know, Charlie obviously, and and everybody else who's involved with all the stone demonstrations, Martin, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, yeah, there's a big, big team big, there. Big, really big, big things, yeah, right. And, and, and the thing is, I love having you guys on here. I mean, we get the word out. We let people know that it's just not a bunch of robotic people lifting things up. These are men and women that have families that have gone through some serious struggle, injury, times where 
some were ready to quit, I'm sure. So my point is this. As we all keep interconnecting more and more and keep putting out this beautiful beautiful physical culture, we call it, I, I just see things. I, I see us building that snowball at the top, top of Mount Everest, and we're all in that snowball rolling down, getting bigger and bigger with more and more momentum. And that can't be anything but great for everyone. And I'm not calling lifting community or anything. I'm talking physical culture where when you, I, and your father are on doing a show and some kid who's 12 years old hears that and says, well, I want to find out more about that. Or like when I did the show with Carmen and Joe, his son. I mean, outstanding stuff. It's just outstanding stuff, Stevie. This is the stuff that most people kind of shove to the side. Uh, Doesn't mean that. You want me to tell you something? I've said this and you know it. You know, as my as I say, my mom says, you know, five words can change your life. Someone's going to listen to this show, I guarantee you, and it's going to change their life. And if we get a hundred, that's even better. If we get a million, that's even better. My point is, words have power, and when you understand that, you'll be very careful how you use your words, not only to others but on yourself. Stevie, um, take your time. Um, you know, summarize everything. Um, obviously, we'll get you on next month before the gathering goes in August. And uh, yep. it, it was great to have you on to talk about that successful lift, brother. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, it's a long time coming. That's 46 years. You know, I've been looking at that picture thinking yep. I would just love to do that. And now it's behind me. It's it's a job well done. And I'm, I'm really, really pleased. And it's lovely to be able to do that for Dad because the, the local papers have picked up on it here. And there's a there's like an online thing called Belfast Live, and they're going to run a piece on Sunday for Father's Day. Nice because of the Father's Son thing, which is really nice. You know, you know what? One of one of the nicest comments that I got, I got loads of loads of really nice comments, and I'm really grateful for them all. People sort of you know congratulate me on the lift and stuff, and it's been, it's been lovely. One of the nicest, uh, Kristen Rhodes, you yep. know, one of the one of the, the strongest ladies on the planet. Yep. Come come on, and she said, "Now that's a car deadlift." Yeah. I just thought that was lovely. It was a really yeah. nice thing, as you said, you know. Yeah. It was so, and hopefully we'll get her over next year to the gathering. I think she's she's busy this year, but I think she's hoping to come over next year and and have a crack at the Denny's, you know, because she she's done the uh, she's done the the, the Gordon Denny's. Yep. Which are the one over at the Arnold's, you know, she she, she pulled them, uh, which was a, an an amazing lift, and she did it without straps, you know. So wow. she can only get better at that, and they're, they're actually at one pound heavier apparently than the, the Denny's. So you know she's. She's at, she's at a good starting point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, you know. Um, uh, you were talking ahead. earlier on about sponsors and stuff. Like that. Uh, Andrew Kearney has very kindly come on board with the gathering this year. Yep. And he sponsored me for the for the uh, athletes' T-shirts. So I, I just wanted to thank Andy publicly for for, 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 his, for his generous donation for that. Sure. Uh, from Andy Kearney and OBS Gym in, in, in Glasgow. So I just wanted to name check on that one because it really does help. You know, because yeah. for the last couple of years, it's been below the state of myself and Jim and my dad. We, we, we've all just between us have funded the gathering. Yep. You know, we haven't had really much in the way of external funding. So it's nice to have other guys come on board now and, and sort of take a wee bit of the. I mean, I, I don't mind putting a few quid into it, you know, but it's nice, you know, when guys like Andy come on board and, and, and help us out. Just, so very, very grateful for that. Well, Stevie, I think you'll have to make the choice, but I think this is an event that's only going to get bigger and bigger. And, you know, I'm sure there's going to be people knocking on your door who are going to want to invest in you. And, you know, if they're – I don't have to tell you. It's the same way here. If they are legit, 
and they come with, you know, somewhat of the idea that we believe in, then I'm all for it. If not, I just thank them and say maybe another time because the main thing I have, you know, my father was always very big about your name, your reputation. Because when you sell that out for money, you just destroyed your life. And that's no bull because many people have been just crushed by word of mouth. Forget about the internet, everything else. Word of mouth still will do more damage to you than anything. Um, And we all need, like I said, we all need the income to do the things we love to do. But you know what, folks, never sell yourself out no matter how rough things are because sooner or later, more sooner, Things are going to start smoothing out. Money's going to start coming in. As I say, people and events are going to start coming into your life out of nowhere. That's going to change the landscape of what you're doing. This is what I talk about, Stevie, when I said the confidence this gentleman must have is incredible. But the will, the belief, the decision, the action, all these things go into what's coming your way. So don't ever lose hope that it's not coming. Because if, it, if that, you're that way, then this isn't the passion that you believe it is. See, I've learned one thing in, in a little over five years. No matter what happens to me to this date, it's all building blocks to the future. And if you read about successful people, anybody, people have made fortunes, lost fortunes two, three, four times. The biggest um, age group of millionaires usually when it happens other than these dot-com things that happen more frequently. Like I said, the other night, it's mostly men and women in their sixties where most people say, well, I want to retire. I'm done. Let me tell you something. You think that way you retire, you'll be dead in 18 months. The body's made the move. The mind's made the move. Just think of what you can do. The people you can teach, get, get hooked up with a guy like Stevie or myself. Maybe you're not, Big, you know, maybe you're not doing the things we're doing in physical culture. Maybe you know how to write. Maybe you know how to convey messages. This is what you want to do. You're doing something good and vital, something that's going to mean something. These are the things that we're all about. You know, I was telling Stevie, we, we, Douglas Graham's working with me on this. He's a great guy. Um, he's the one that will do all the filming again at the gathering this year. He did it last year for Eminem and we put together a new website and there's got to be some writing done on it it's not finished but I just wanted to get the thing up and the first home page obviously will say motivation muscle in the left hand corner it's gorgeous blue blue water gray and what's coming full speed almost at the top is a great white shark with its mouth open and the caption is pretty much going to say this we're coming for you be part of the Motivation Muscle family. Now, I know a girl real well. Her name's Pam. And I was telling her that, and I showed her, and she goes, that's you. That picture is a symbol of you because of the hunger and the dedication. Now, I know the whole conceptual thing of a great white shark. I got it. But the point of the matter is, what is more powerful in the sea other than killer whales, all right? But my point is, I've always had this fascination about great white sharks, the power. I always said if I came back as something else, I'd love to come back as a great white shark. 
they're just awesome, awesome creatures. You see the eagle, they fly alone up in the sky. Strength, power, when they flap their wings, they sound like flags. They're unbelievable. The lion, think about the lion on the ground. How many other animals are bigger than he or she? Especially, it's we're talking the male here, though. They fear them. They fear the ferocity of a lion. It's amazing. And this is the same thing with Eminem, the gathering, everything. These are people that have no fear. They go out. They plan. They have the, the vital people around them to surround with. As Stevie said, you can't do anything alone. And he's right. But the thing is, Stevie, myself, Charlie, so many others, we have the conceptual gift. And we go out and say, okay, this is what we want to do. What do you think? Well, I like it. Okay, how are we going to put this together now? This is how you do it, folks. But it takes a lot of time, a lot of tenacity, and you really got to want to do it. And that's the beauty of all this stuff. This is the winners and this is the losers. How bad do you want to do it? I don't know any other way anymore. Uh, that's all I can tell you. I know no other way. There's no going back to the other life. I've gone through I don't know how many lives right now just to change it subconsciously. It's a beautiful thing. And you've got so much talent and power out there, folks. Start using it. Start learning it. Stevie, I'm sorry. I, I, I just am going off on this stuff. Um, yeah, okay. Give out um, – Give out any way they can get a hold of you, obviously, for the gathering. Obviously, announce the date here again, because I know we'll have you on just before, but it'll give them about a month again. And anything else, and then I'll finish up, sir. Okay, well, we're just under two months out, so it's going to be Sunday the 4th of August. It's at Pitark in, in Royal Side, up near Aberdeen. Uh, we have nine great athletes taking part in the Donald Denny Games. We have, in the region of 16 lifters, Taking on the Denny Stones, we have Martin Janksix and uh, Jimmy Gorian doing a, a display of the Inverse Stone. David Webster's going to be there. Yep. You know, that there's so much going on. There is, uh, the, there's a website there, which is the thedennystones.com. gives all the information, the running order, the schedule, the times. It's all there. Uh, it is, if you want to contact me, my Facebook, my Instagram, just Stevie Shanks. I'm easy to find. And there's a picture of me lifting cars on it, so he <laughs> <laughs> It'll be easy to identify. <laughs> yeah, you'll find him real easy. Just look right between them. You know who it is. What yep, else you got, yep. brother? That's pretty much it for now. I'm just going to take a wee bit of sort of rest time because, you know, this is such a big thing for me. And it, it took a left a piece of my soul there, I think, last week. So I just want to take a bit of recovery time. Yeah. a time with Heather and then get stuck straight back in again. Yeah, but you know what? The gods of strength have smiled on you, and they're going to keep smiling. So think about that. Um, this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Go out to um, FiorelloBarbellCo.com, winners and champions. That is our premier product. Invest in M&M and FBC out on um, FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Um, also, too, don't forget to go out to MotivationMuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at all the shows Stevie and I have done. This show will be up Saturday uh, as early as I can do it because that's going to be a real hectic day with podcasting and other adventures as far as what we're doing with the uh, show. Um, 
Also, too, uh, if there's a show you like Stevie and I to do, Fiorello Barbell at nightcap.r.com. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. That's what we've gotten. We thank everybody for that. We're also on Spotify and Google Podcast, among many other things. If you want to get us in your car, it's AHA Directory, pronounced AHA. If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give them five words to inspire. Five words can change your life, positive or negative. Let's keep everything on the upbeat. There's enough downbeat out there in the world. We don't need to do that. If something's bothering you, rectify it quick and get rid of it. Go to the next thing. Keep going. That's all you got to keep doing. My mom would always say when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You don't know what people are going through. And that's the truth. In today's world, life is coming way too fast, I think, for a lot of people. And they don't even have time to even think it out. They react. And if you react, you can get in a lot of trouble. So think before you do anything or what you say. No one's perfect, but remember, words have power. Also, too, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, pull it, press it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. Paul Thor, I'm saying hello to you. We love how we turn our stones into dust, brother. I love that you like that. That's a great thing. Paul is a great guy. If you haven't friended him on um Facebook, I would suggest you do it. What a great man. Good, good guy. He's um, he, he and I and Charlie uh, just met through that, and we've gone back and forth with emails and obviously Facebook. You know, just, a, just somebody that really takes his lifting serious but has a hell of a big heart. So thanks for being with us, Paul. Also, too, um, the Who's to Steal Stone Crusher Stone says um, – what does it say? I'm trying to think at this point. Domination in blood red. We dominate the field. We dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in our path, and we don't follow anyone. No one will ever clip our balls, and as Russell Fur says, when I listen to your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping through my speakers. It's a tidal wave, brother. It's up and wide and keeps getting momentum like we talked about with Stevie with the big snowball at the top of Mount Everest. You can't fail. Also, too, Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. My pop, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, my greatest chiropractor ever would walk every patient to the door and keeps and say, keep smiling, keep smiling. I love that. Keep smiling. Wherever you are, John, I hope you're looking down on us tonight because I'll tell you, you are sorely missed by this guy, big time. Also, too, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred more of your friends we're coming because we won't kick your door and we'll blow the roof right off your house. Stick with us for the next 30 years. You need us and we need you. And keep spreading these shows out. If you haven't joined Etched in Stone or Etched in Stone for Kids, I would do it. Uh, This stuff is incredible what's going on with these two pages, let alone Eminem and FBC. We've got more and more people coming in here, and I couldn't be happier. We are just growing, growing, growing. Um. Before we sign off with Stevie, you're all winners, champions, and unstoppable. 
And, you know, Les Brown says you all have greatness in you, and we take it two steps further. We believe in you, in you, and we got your back. Real important. Stick together, folks. You need to stick together. You need to be like-minded and learn. That's what it's all about. Stevie, great to have you on, brother. Um, great to hear everything. I can't congratulate you enough. Very proud of your accomplishments, and um, you are definitely somebody that, you should emulate, and I mean that sincerely. Um, we need more Stevie Shanks out there and many more people to follow suit. So thanks for being on, brother. You're always appreciated greatly here. Thank you, Eric. Thanks for your kind words, and thanks for your support, man. I really appreciate it. I mean, guys like you can inspire me on too, you know, with, with your enthusiasm for this. It's great. Thanks, you know, man. Let's, well, let's, let's, let's go, like you say, let's, <laughs> let's burn down some countryside. Huh? Yeah, I, look. The thing is, man, it, when we're all together finally, it's going to be a very dangerous scene. That's the way I look at it. Um, it, it, it it's, it's, this, it's this internal fire we all have, and we stick together and we keep building on it, and we're going to get to where we want to get. You can bet on that. Um, so, like I said, this show will be up Saturday. For Stevie Shanks, this is Eric Fiorello. Um, we really appreciate you listening to us. Um, I know that somebody's going to grab this show and it's going to change their life. But my goal would be, how about a million of you? But if it's just one, we'll go with that because that's one that could become 10, 100, et cetera, et cetera. So for Stevie Shanks, this is Eric Fiorello. Have a great rest of the week. Tomorrow will be Friday. Um, the weekend's coming up. we got Dale Dugas tentatively on Saturday night. A lot of other things going on. Um, we just love it. So we'll talk to you soon, everyone. Thanks for listening. And go out and do something magnificent. You know why? That's what the world is expecting. Don't let us down, folks. Go out and do it. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you soon. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll, we'll see, see you next time. time.